What's happening, Athens, Ohio? You are listening to another episode of View from the Hill. After a long break, I am back, and what better way to return than to bring back Jared Black, a guest who joined me on the show last year for the most listened to episode so far. He's with friend and business partner Ryan Miller, and together they organize events around Ohio intended to change your perspective and open your mind. For the last few years, Ryan has been organizing a yearly music festival, Color Dance. We talk about why he wanted to start it, the vision the two have together, and why this year's dance is going to be the best yet. And Jared tells us about some antics he's been in since last time we talked, and what Athens' own official rabble-rouser is doing to push the bar. So sit back, relax, and let your body be free. Welcome back, his view from the hill. Come on my way. Looking around, there used to be more people 
Welcome, 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 everybody. It's View from the Hill. We are back. It's been a long hiatus. People have been saying, where are you? Where you been, Hill? Well, I'm back. I've come back with, with a returning guest from last year. In fact, a returning guest from the most popular episode last year. I'm here with uh, Jared Black. And uh, we're here with his, with his partner, with his friend, with his, with his, with his confidant. I think they were they were joking around, giving each other jabs all day. We got Ryan Miller here also too. How you guys doing, man? Doing great. Happy to be here. Hey, man. Happy to have you guys back. Uh, Thank you for having me as well. I wanted to get you in there. He's gonna be getting all close. You've been like making love to this microphone you know, while this we've been setting up. Awesome situation. Last time I was making love with your dog. This year you're on a love seat with our guests. This is good. This is cozy. Sorry we're having to rock with one microphone today over for you guys, you know, if you're going to share, maybe put it in the middle so we can, we can hear both you guys. And, oh, yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll figure this out. This will be a fun episode, definitely. What have you been up to since last year? Having fun? Me? Yeah, I'm uh, painting a lot. Uh, got another ticket for painting. That's another good story we'll have. Traveling the festival circuit and uh, trying to just chase that dream life still. Trying to do all the things we talked about last time put it into practice it seems to be working though yeah oh, yeah man and uh welcome to the studio ryan welcome to, welcome to the show uh you're up in columbus now these days right yes sir yes sir it's where i'm from uh canal winchester originally right on man well thanks for taking the trip down here so we could talk about this uh this color dance thing that, that you got going on that you've been doing on throughout the years yeah yeah pretty fun when's that coming up so it'll be here in about two weeks may 19th and 20th at wisteria event campground in pomeroy Right on. I was I was at one. I played at one a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah. I think it was 2015. Yeah, definitely a fun time. I remember that. It was at Poston. Yeah. The side really wild stage. It was it was a really wild it stage. The rage stage. The rage stage. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool, man. Thanks for having it on. Um, you know, I, I met you um, kind of around here, down here in Athens, when there was, uh, you know, you were involved in the music scene around here in Athens. Uh, when did you kind of come start coming down to Athens? Did you come here for school? Uh, yeah, so I graduated high school in 2006 and went to OU as a freshman um, and uh, did my undergrad, uh, went on a little victory lap for my fifth year and um, started grad school after that down here and that's kind of when I really fell into the music scene. Um, right on. Yeah, started going to a lot of music festivals, seeing a lot of local music right. and uh, naturally ran into you yeah what what did you uh would you come down here to do your undergrad for what was industrial and systems engineering was the title of my degree and um that's actually what i went back into grad school for as well right on right on so then uh did you like uh you know meet like a new friend at some point or something that was getting you to come to these these shows around town or these festivals or was there um, a way that you got into it specifically well so the summer before my fifth year, I went to All Good Music Festival in West Virginia at the time. It was my first music festival. I had no idea about this scene. Um, I went with uh, an old girlfriend, and we just like kind of wanted to get away. We heard about this cool camp out thing. Just wanted to go <laughs> check it out. Really fell in love with the scene. Um, from there, I found uh, out that a lot of my friends, who maybe I did, you know, we hung out here and there, but. Um, so this was like a transition period in Athens. Anybody that stuck around here for a while knows that people come here for school and then they leave. And, right. You know, you kind of make new friends. And this was at one of those point in times where I was making some new friends and uh, I kind of fell into this little local festival going scene. And um, at, I also 
first year of grad school then, I lived across the street from Josh Wicker of Helena, right. and I'd always hear them practicing over there. They're one of the first local groups that I really uh, had a real affinity for and started going to see all of their shows. Yeah, hell no. Hell no. Hell yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. Hell yeah. That's cool. That's cool, man. I know what you mean. Like, you get the the, the, the people that come in and you're out of your life. You know, I'm from here. Um, so it's like every four years, it seemed like for a little while, I was like getting a new group of friends and then they'd leave and then I get a new group of friends. But I don't know, it, it kind of gets shitty, but I think it really adds to, you know, like adds to the energy in town. There's always things changing, always things moving, you know, it's, it's never stagnant. Yeah, me, you know? really too, it like um, helped me kind of break out of my shell that I was always in growing up. I'm not the most outgoing person in the world, but uh being forced into that situation down here and the attitude of Athens is just so outgoing so that made it easy but right um, yeah when'd you run into this guy <laughs> oh when was it it was three years ago almost because I had just got out of like a halfway house and was so it was almost three years ago Basically, it was, a, it was a Jackie O's. At Jackie O's. Yeah, we had a mutual friend. Not to be named. Uh, you know. He doesn't deserve mentioning. Not so much friends anymore, but basically we had a so, uh, mutual acquaintance that um, tied us together. We had a meeting. Um, Ryan called me a bitch at the bar. Yeah. <laughs> Inside Jackie O's. And then we, we didn't talk I wasn't for a drunk. while after that. <laughs> And, uh, no, that's not true. Next day we <laughs> talked after we had an altercation. The next day we talked on the phone and figured out it was two different like reasonings why the altercation went on. And we figured out the person involved, like out of the picture, the guy that's not mentioned, was pretty much like the fuel for this to even happen. So once you got that out of the picture, we're like, why are we even angry? Like, you're awesome. Was this guy in the middle going up to like you, Ryan, going like, hey, Ryan, guess what Jared said about you? Going up to you, being like, no. "Yo, Jared, guess what Ryan said?" No, no not, not so, quite like not that. Not so much. It's more just like the uh, cryptic, twisted storyteller type. Basically, I had the wrong. He had the wrong impression of me before he met me, and I didn't really know anything but bad about him. And then you you equate <laughs> you equate bad stuff in a bar. Like the rest is history. Well, how no. long did that take? How long did that take though before it became? Because I, I mean. Basically, last year when you were on the show, you were talking about how Ryan, you know, was your business partner. And I mean, I was reaching out to him, uh, seeing if he had any, uh, you know, pictures uh, of you that I could use on the website. And as and so soon on. as I started like doing this is for you, like literally like Color Dance 2015 was when he, he and I like really started like trying to work something together to see like how we can work together. And then after that point, we pretty much, I made a commitment to buy into the company and like do this with them like full time. Right. So I would say Color Dance 15 right after is when I decided to go full on all in with them and like, let's make this company something big for the local, you know what I mean? Yeah. We can do this. Yeah. He had a, he needed a lot of support to put together that this is for you party. Mm -hmm. And um, so I used my resources for production and security, uh, Porter Johns and you know, 
et cetera, et cetera, for putting together an event, you know, which is really just a bunch of phone calls when it comes down to it, but well, I've done it before. Well, so, so did I miss something? Did I miss something? You said, what is this, uh, this is for you? This is you for you, playing? like, two and a half years ago was a, like, a party, a benefit, like, a, I was awareness. I wanted to build a, a skate park, indoor skate park, and a home for the Hellbetties. Yeah, and right. so we throw a free a free concert with like burlesque show auctions raffle love and light headline it was like a really slick production anthony flowers was there doing like floral art on stage we had a bunch of crystals and flower installations at a house party in athens during finals and like people just could not believe that we pulled this off including like love and light and the cops that came to shut us down finally <laughs> like who hugged me in the yard and like it was really something special and from that point like that's when i made a commitment that i really wanted to go after this life and like he and i did well together and i know that this is the person that's going to help me like be able to do all the things i don't know about this scene he's got he's already done it like so combined i think i have the little extra like energy and something from the outside and he has all the experience that i really need maybe that fight from the first night kind of spurred things like it oh, was absolutely. like it was good actually you yeah, know yeah. well a everything can be solved through communication and if we argue like it's not the end of the world like we'll get over it because we've already got over like the worst argument you can do so like what the hell is it like something <laughs> misunderstanding us like we're in it for the long if haul you've never argued with your friend they're not they're, yeah. they're not your friend yet you know? yeah like, not yet you got to work through some shit. Right, they're an acquaintance yeah. until you argue with them. So what were you doing, though, um, specifically, you know, because uh, when you guys became, you, he was kind of calling it, I think, last year, like partners, sort of. And I think there was some point where you were doing uh, something to kind of promote his, his, his art or his painting or something like that, or you were, you know, managing him as a painter or something like that. What was, what was that all about? Um, so... I was, like I had said, I went to school for industrial engineering. I worked in the field for about a year and a half. And then when I quit my job, um, I was making enough money between what we were doing with Aton Roots and I was a booking agent for a company in Columbus called Weird Music. And um, so I had more time at that point. And Jared was really picking up a lot of uh, gigs and he has a lot of ideas. And so I was just did my best to try to manage all that he had going on but um as our company has grown you know i've taken on a lot more too and he's been able to kind of uh reabsorb those duties that i was taking for him right on he he was he was helpful because he he was like pretty good at organization like in his but now that we've grown he's got too much to manage and like I, I'm moving like light second. I'm moving really fast. And so like for me to juggle everything and try to like get somebody to go through him, it just won't even work. Right. So we've decided that won't work, but we're still like, we've become close because we know each other's strengths and weaknesses now. It's like really perfect because we know which job is right for each other. You got that bond. Oh yeah, I trust him. Absolutely. Well, with you, with his jobs that he's responsible for. No, for the kidding. things that he does. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> were you doing Anything things like... Wrong, uh, it's his fault. Yeah, totally my fault. Were I'll you doing that. things like figuring out, you know, how to, uh, you know, projects on how to raise money so we can so we, we can get more paint in his hands and stuff like that, you know, buy more paint, uh, doing anything like that? Yeah, I mean, just by general, general commissions, um, we try to get some sponsorships from local, communi uh, local businesses to do murals for them or somehow promote their businesses um, weren't as successful as we were, we'd hoped but uh, I think that if we gave it another go around quite frankly at this point after he has made so much noise in the public 
people would realize the value in those um, options. And right. So that's definitely something we want to look into. Well, the thing the thing with this is I because I'm so busy and outdoor painting is like weather and before my time wasn't as free as now. I had plenty of I still have plenty of commissions I can't get to to be honest. But because I do a lot of stuff. Um, depending on your budget basically you know i know appalachians can't all afford like what somebody that has a really successful inner city business can afford for a mirrorless so me underpricing myself stresses ryan out and so it's hard to have consistency in pricing when one day my time is free and i'm going <laughs> providing the paint versus right. the other day i actually have to charge a commission right so it's hard for that it wasn't necessarily unsuccessful. It's just, I don't only do this for a living. This is one of a couple of things I do. And so it's-, it's your expression. Right, and so with him, he's seeing that I'm not trying to like businessize it. I'm not trying to like capitalize on any one thing. And so we had to pull back and keep making it more about the individual commission, what each one is for, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He, he's good about making me not overextend myself now. So what? I've pulled back on trying to save the world, for Sounds sure. Sounds like you need that. I mean, oh, you say going, going a mile a minute, going light speed. They call me Hot Rod, too, not just Jab. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, man. You're telling me you're moving light light speed, you know, your mile a minute. So so what have you been up to since we last talked to you, you know? You were you were the uh you were Athens own rabble rouser. I only got third place this year. Um yeah, you got some more I, so that's why I went out and got a freaking ticket and got a mural painted over. No, I've been out like the I focused really hard. I've been in a relationship for almost two and a half years and it's really gotten serious. So she just graduated college this last cycle right now, a week ago basically. And so it was like a difficult time. She's been here six years and she's a pilot. She flies planes. So that, plus we had to move wow. our whole stuff, plus we're about to throw a festival in two weeks. I've had a lot lately, but previous to that, I've been painting a lot and like going to a lot of festivals this last year. Um, I had a lot of good painting gigs, a lot of opportunities to build like some major stages and installations so that this year is like the year of fruition. Like. I really got to go out and do those. You won't see so much here in Athens, although you do see some more permanent murals. But behind the scenes, I'm actually friends with city council and the mayor now, whereas before it was still kind of a public, they weren't sure about me. Do you right. know what I mean? Yeah, and you're saying uh, permanent installations. Are you talking about the things? I saw you doing things for like the city. Like It looked like Steve Patterson uh, had you do some... some well, now, Steve Patterson got me to uh, actually submit my work for some of the city like project bids now to do it the right way, and they've extended help on how to do it. Like, not any favors; they just want me to start doing the right channels. And so, since I've done that, he really liked my idea, even though it didn't win. Um, the guy, I think his name is Keith Wild. There's like a mural down on Depot Street. Mm -hmm. I got second place, which I was proud because I've, I've never done anything for this. I don't know how to do these. Like, uh, mm -hmm. it was, it was pretty, uh, I didn't go to college. Were so you, I'm just saying the application <laughs> process is not for the, like the normal guy. He put together a proposal for his idea and. I don't work that way in the street. No, I can't tell you how many times I've wanted him to put together a proposal and he tells me about it, he tells me about it, tells me about it. But no, and then it, even, I think one time it, he actually did get a proposal into me, scrapped it the day of and did something went else. ahead and did something else because that's just, I mean. Well, he's, he's he's got it all in his mind. Artists. You're the paper man. I do. I really am a freestyler, and you, of all people, should understand freestyle is just totally different than writing. Like when you're in flow mode, you're in flow mode, and that's 
what I try to achieve when I go into art. I don't want it to be like where I'm just doing this skillful thing over and over that I've planned. I really like to lose myself in the moment and try to like not be me and see what comes out. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's hard to plan for that. So to tell the city what I'm going to do as a graffiti artist on their building and understand how to budget for it, I've never done any of it. So the fact that I turned in one that they were proud of and really were considering made me intensely proud. Yeah, that's awesome. So I told Steve Patterson, don't worry, since you really liked it and you know where I'm going to go with it, I'll put it in the community for free. And so above the Athena uh, uptown, that mural, I called the, owning of the, the owner of the building and asked him, can I remove the graffiti that was up there? He says, for free? I'm like, absolutely. The uh, city council just wants me to ask permission. He said, go ahead. So I've left my ladders and I've been painting over like the winter and I'll finish in the next couple of weeks. There's going to be the universe, universal turtle with Athens on its back flying over uptown Athens, all that I've donated back because Steve Patterson really wanted to see it on a building. And it's way bigger than what I submitted. Yeah, that's awesome. So it's and like, this is going to be above the Athena? Yeah, it's already started. So you'll see a flying turtle with no shell yet. Mm -hmm. That's where Athens will be and it's continuing to get bigger. But the whole point is I had to work for a year to like talk to these people to be able to do this stuff and they like really do trust me in the community now. Before I was kind of like a rogue they weren't sure of, you know? Um, you know, th this might have even happened before the episode that you were on last year, but I thought it was after. And I thought you had something to do with like um, all the light boxes kind of that are, that are around, like, uh, you know, where the, where the streets, where you change the, the walking Oh, you're you talking know. about all the all the city wrap boxes where yeah. they have art? No, I was I came in late, and now that I know how to submit, I'll submit for the next batch of those. No, Athens is totally down with public art. They're trying to do things everywhere, um, and there's some upcoming mural uh, proposals that I've been told of that I'll be submitting for. I just know uh, you know what you did, and for some reason, I thought that was you. I wish it was me. I've been on the live graffiti wall. I mean, I've been on the free graffiti wall. I've been on Stimson. I've done a couple of things in the West Side that are permanent. West Side Wingery has some stuff from me. Right. My old house is, has a mural that will be finished as well. Um, so there's How about that mural at Arts West? That's not me. That's not you? But there Get is... a little help over there. I came and put one paint stroke because I totally believed in that project. That yeah, was an awesome project. But uh, on Brown Avenue, mm -hmm. I have two murals on that street that are on people's houses that they asked me to do. So. Nice. Since I last talked to you, a lot of people have reached out and have, as a matter of fact, I have a card from one of the Athens County Commissioners that wants me to do his garage, and that's another awesome nice. thing, because it's really city officials coming out now. Yeah, that is really I've awesome. been trying to work and pick and choose what I do now so that I don't overextend myself, because it, I only get to go hard so much. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so I don't want to make it... You know, I don't want to give cheapened like experiences to anybody. I want to give them my all or nothing. Are you going to try to do anything throughout the summer? I know sometimes you just set up shop at the public graffiti wall and sort of invite people to come join you, any stuff like that. I did a color dance on the graffiti wall two weeks ago. And right now, currently on the Richland graffiti wall, there's three murals up. All of them I have a personal connection to, even though I didn't do them. And they've been untouched for three weeks, which to me is a dream. Even though the kids are out of school, they were up for a week before they went out of school. Right. So there's a color dance mural still up over there, which nice. has a lot of history. Um, but no, the next mural I'm going to finish is on the front of Cool Digs building. Um, I've already got it started this week. I'll finish a giant mural. It is one of the ones Speaking I'm actually getting paid for. for. Paint though, you did do uh, some funding for a whole bunch of paint on a, one of the ones you did over there recently. Which one? Oh yeah, the there's a group now since I last talked to you. Thank you, Ryan. 
since you last talked to me, there's a group at OU University students started because he was uh, Grant Palma. He was inspired by kind of what we do, uh, Guardian Aliens, as far as doing transformational graffiti, trying to spread a message. He started a student group that has like funding from OU now, and they got $1,500 during the height of fest season to give people free pizza and the best spray paint that graffiti artists can have. So they have better than what I buy or the stuff that I try to buy so that people can go out there and paint for the first time and like be responsible during fest season because he was like believed in it and went through the paperwork through OU. And now they have a class called study and application of spray painting. Once a week, they have a room out of Baker and they study how this can like change the world and then actually go out there with plans and paint things for people and paint. And it's funded Sweet, by the real school. graffiti, real graffiti, and they learn different things. And they've had me come and guest and help them. And it's like I never thought that was possible. Tito from Casa would be mm. freaking out right now. Like I can't believe this is possible. But yeah, they're progressing. These kids really are about it. That's sweet, man. Yeah. So lay it on us, man. You got arrested, or you got a ticket, or what? What is it about? Yeah. So this group and I came. We wanted to do a giant mural together, and uh, this was before he, he got the funding. And we did this big mural and it was basically going to be an OU student walking with a picture of Athens behind it and you can tell it's Athens even though it's a surreal image and behind he was going to be glued to his phone not looking out what's in front of him and it was during the height of fest season and you could tell and everything behind him was going to be on fire or trashed with like shoes hanging from the telephone wires you know what it looks like uptown right mm-hmm. now and so and in front of it still green and looks beautiful and basically was to wake up and like be aware of your impact all through graffiti and it was like it was taking like four days and like 10 people and i was out there three days straight 18 hours i had 300 dollars almost in, in paint in this mural and say it again where was it at where were you the, putting it up at? the free wall graffiti okay. wall so people saw us every day they were taking pictures they were dancing they were updating i came out on friday morning or thursday morning and it was covered and it said fight over like all this art it was a student group that their tickets called fight and they're like like the trump conservative ticket oh like a political organization so that night before that that i thought they went over the mural so obviously i was furious and some of the kids that were doing the mural behind me were like crying and like so it was like a bad morning and so old me would throw a temper tantrum maybe threaten to knock somebody out probably do something destructive and not do this right new me decided no i'm gonna do this right this is a big moment we're gonna learn how to like move forward it's just paint we can fix this right so I went and I went into Baker Center, found out like who's the leader of like government student, was on Twitter, trying to find out right now who the hell's responsible for this. By the end of the day, we had a meeting with every like student group. They were in there. These people told us that it was not like that when they went to in the morning. It was just a bad choice, blah, blah, blah. Apparently my mural was like in the night it was defaced by some taggers not from here that did some shitty stuff. Bottom line. Then these kids decided to go over that mural for publicity because it they knew you know what i mean it's just right. a bad choice right so long story short i blew all their minds and told them who cares about all that we're past it let's just do a new mural and you know what i mean and like we can't fix it let's just learn from it and show everybody how to like move forward instead of spin out on what happened to us because that's not what defines us mm-hmm. and i was like finally i can do this and not be the guy spinning out and and i took advantage of it so i went out there and i painted a very simple mural but part of my mural went onto the building of OU and I knew I was probably going to get a ticket or told to take off you know what I mean it was just a heart of a balloon 
and it was a stick figure holding a heart balloon trying to drop a bag of money but it was holding him to the earth yeah i saw that and i think the message is it's bigger than the wall and it's more than the money it's about the love and that was my answer and an ou police uh came up and asked me who did it and i turned around and said i did it i'm not gonna i'm about taking responsibility for what you do in the community right or wrong so i said that i did the thing on the building i'm finishing this here this is what happened to me. If you have to write me a ticket, I understand. I can fix it when I'm done and take it down, but I'm not going to take it down until I'm done. And he was super cool. He's like, I get it. Like, I've seen you here. You know what I mean? And then his partner came, and his partner did not like me as much. And so it became a pissing match, basically. And so at that point, I said, screw it. Like, write your ticket. It's whatever. And he told me, if you try to remove it afterwards, like, I'll take you to jail. And it became one of those things. I'm like, cool. Like, I want to leave it up. Like, right. that works better. So now they're trying to charge me with a second-degree misdemeanor, and $300 is what they, it costs just to remove the heart off the building, which is not even close to the truth. So I've been in court four times so far because I told them I'd rather do jail time or hundreds of hours of community service before I give them $300 for something I offer to do for free. Right. I would rather just do community service and show people I didn't do the right thing. It was not my building to paint on. I'll take punishment, but I will not be robbed because I was trying to do the right thing. And if this is about justice, the justice is I would have removed the heart when it was done and it wouldn't have cost anybody anything. Yeah, it makes no sense why you were told to not take so it down. So I told him I didn't want representation because it's a misdemeanor and I obviously have an extensive past and a misdemeanor doesn't mean anything to me. Um, but the judge here in Athens is a really good judge, Todd Grace. He said, you need a lawyer. Just talk it out with the prosecutor. They're really good people, blah, blah, blah. Steve Patterson's like furious that I even got a ticket for this. And so he's made calls. And at the end of the day, I don't want anything to go away. I just want the right thing to be done. Right. And I'm fighting for, we know that doesn't cost $300 to remove. Right. I want to start a program for community service so that we can remove the shitty graffiti that doesn't belong in the city. And that's my quote unquote punishment right. for the city. I think that would be the best way. Absolutely. So I got a ticket knowing I probably would get a ticket that day. But I woke up saying, I'm willing to go to jail today, and I'm glad it didn't end that way. Yeah, no, I don't want to go to jail today. Just trust me. But no, no, that no. day I woke up, like, once I saw the fight mural, I was pretty furious. Yeah. But that I painted it out, and I think I showed like the right message in that one so you're saying you're saying don't go, don't go man don't, don't go, go. To jail. i mean what's the businessman thinking over here you like him doing all the rabble rousing you like him uh you know doing it all or are you like calm down man uh, calm down i mean i can't lie i'm not the uh, attention seeker so it, it i definitely i definitely err on the more cautious side of any of his activities but um i think that's kind of why we work really well together is because one of us is left brain, one of us is right brain, and it's pretty fucking clear who is who. And um, <laughs> to my defense, I'm able to do that, but I don't like to. I like to <laughs> literally live free and have somebody else just rein me in a little bit. And that's he reins me in, and I'll listen to him. Doesn't mean I'm gonna always do what he says, but he makes me stay aware of reality oh for yeah sure. i like how you say that in your yeah. defense because yeah you just scream yeah. cautious don't you no, no i can't be i mean i'm aware that's what i think i look at you and i'm like that's a cautious guy i bet i've been so like purposefully uncautious my whole life that people think that like, it's like impulsiveness and most of the time some of these are actually thought out decisions which is scary so i'm just saying to my defense i know what i'm doing half the time 
Half the time. Half the time, you know what you're doing 100%. Well, there you go. And he pulls me back. He's definitely, he makes me err on the side of caution when it doesn't really matter. Like, he knows how to get in my head now. We've got to the point where he knows how to talk to me. He knows how to push my buttons. Uh -huh. yeah, don't call him a bitch. Don't call me a bitch out of anger <laughs> if you're a male. Let me quote that. We can play. You can call me any name. You can do anything in the world if we're friends and playing or shit talking. But if you're really angry and we're screaming now and you're a male screaming, that's already a bad thing. But then you call me like a bitch. It's I don't really like you found that day one, yeah. though. That was good. You just learned that last. You figured that's that out right away. away. That's literally. We know each you're other's you're line in the flush, sand. So. Literally. Literally. He could, so do you could stick a finger in my booty and I wouldn't get mad but you don't call me a bitch in anger bro that's a joke you can't that's, do that you cannot do that that's words to live Libby, by right don't there. trip Libby I'm not cheating that's words to live by right there you can put a finger in my ass but that's don't call me a bitch bro. that's trust yeah. I know you're not going to go further than the prostate you're just checking my health bro I understand <laughs> With that, we're going to take a little break now. We're going to take a little With pause. That, we're going to take a break. Yeah, you're listening to Ryan <laughs> Miller. editing. The, the cautious Jared Black over here. <laughs> we'll be right back. You're listening to View from the Hill at www.viewfromthehill.com. We're going to listen to uh, some music coming from bands from uh, from Color Dance, the music festival that, uh, that Ryan and uh, Jared are about to put on. It's coming up. Uh, when's that coming up again? May 19th and 20th. All you right. don't want to miss it for sure. Yeah, so see you at the dance. And see you when you, we get back. It's View from the Hill. We'll be right back.
All right, welcome back to View from the Hill. You're listening. You can listen to past episodes, this episode at www.viewfromthehill.com. We're listening to some music from some bands that are going to be playing at Color Dance this year. I'm here with Ryan and Jared, and that's what we're going to be talking about now, this Color Dance thing. This is kind of like, uh, this is sort of like, you know, your baby, right? Your your it's your project, right? right? Yeah. Um, I mean, color Dance is what brought me into... A-Town Roots brought me to the uh, music scene as a profession. Um, it was an idea that I had, and I had no idea what it was going to do to me. So let's first take a pause, because that sounds awesome. So I want to get a little bit bigger of a picture. I think we talked about it a little bit on the episode you were on last year. Uh, but let's say first, what's, what, what's A-Town Roots? A-Town Roots was... Well, I mean, it's it was there's just the necessary byproduct of needing a company to start color dance at the time. But um, I had I, I had no idea where I wanted to take the company or anything. I just knew I wanted to throw color dance. And um, at the time, I had been in Athens for yeah, around seven or eight years, and Athens really means a lot to me. It's made me who I am and. Uh, it just seemed right to call it a town roots. Right on. Roots are here, I guess. So, but to my understanding, I mean, the way I know it now, it's a town roots is basically, a, uh, I mean, almost a production company. That's, I what mean, that are. that is yeah. essentially Literally what, what we, we have grown into. We define ourselves as a community arts company because we aspire to um, do so much more than we currently are doing. But uh, <laughs> don't we all? But yeah. <laughs> that that's that's my that was life. Really eloquent, right? Um, but uh, we <laughs> I'm sorry. we are we are currently essentially a production company. Yeah, awesome. So, um, you know, getting into that and getting that built up that that gave you basically a platform uh, to to start your your color dance idea. Yeah. Well, okay. Um, uh, let's just let's just tell the color dance story. I yeah. Guess. Let's let's hear it. Um, it all started with a conversation that I had outside of Stocker Center. There's a Ohio University engineering building um, as well. I was in grad school, and um, a good friend of mine and the uh, co-founder of Color Dance, Arkapal Sarkar, uh, an Indian grad student in my program, um, recently moved in with me, and we were uh, we were pretty tight but we were outside both smoking a cigarette and he approached me with a question and from that question the whole color dance thing was formed do you um, remember the question yeah yeah what was it okay so he asked me so he like i said he's an indian student india um he uh the there's a springtime celebration called Holi in, in, in the uh, Hindu religion. It is a celebration of newness of life, and um, it's why yes, it's widely known as the festival of colors. And if you've ever seen like one of these color run 5Ks uh-huh. or something like that, where they throw the color powder in the air, right. um, that inspiration comes from this Holi celebration, this f- festival of colors, where that's that. Uh, that activity or that celebration um, was simply supposed to be like this joyous, youthful, um, 
can like activity to connect everybody and just let go of their inhibitions. Um, just kind of be young again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, I, th- I think one of the ways we define it is a youthful, uh, a, a excuse me, a joyful. Mar- uh, excuse me, I don't know. But yeah, mm-hmm. you you had it right. <laughs> it's, and so and so, what specifically? I mean, do you remember the specific question? I'm just kind of interested. You said it started so, when you asked right. a question. What was the specific question? He uh, came up to me and asked me. He was like, "So you, this was actually." Holy that year and Easter happened to fall on the same day or same weekend. Um, no, same day even. Um, and uh, I'm from a Christian background mm-hmm. um, in college, not going home very often. It was one of the obligatory times to go see my family, if you will. Right. So uh, I could not attend the uh, Holy celebration that they held here in Athens with the local um, Indian OU group and uh, him being my roommate you know he had asked me to go to it so outside of Stalker then uh, he came up to me and asked so you know this thing that we did this past weekend he said yeah 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 he was, he was just like so what if we did something like that but like one of the music festivals that you're always going to and I mean, I immediately said, yes, let's do it, because I had even thought about that like a week prior, after learning about this holy thing and seeing uh, what it's about and what instantly caught my idea or caught my eye and caught um, my attention was this uh, visual stimulation that happens when everybody in the crowd throws those colors in the air all at once. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really a beautiful thing. Um, and then you're a bunch of tie-dyed people. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. And uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, like we rewind back to '69 and Woodstock. Uh, all of the uh, real visual stimulation or anything happened during the daytime. They didn't have really elaborate neon laser light shows and shit that we have at today's festivals. Right. Today's festivals, everybody comes out at night. The campgrounds, everybody hangs out at campgrounds and then they go rage at night because that's when all the stimulations happen. Right. And I really liked this idea of the colors because it's something that happens during the day. And uh, it's so just when like he a, said like that powder, to me, right? I was just like, yeah. I was just like, they're the, I have to say yes because I already thought about this. This is this is a good idea. Let's do this. Absolutely. And so, um, when did the first one happen? So the f- that officially. So that conversation happened. Uh, so Holy's in the spring. There's the spring of thirteen or twelve. Thirteen. Two thousand thirteen. Yeah. yeah. And um, then August thirtieth. What is it? Thirty days in August? Yeah, I think so. Uh, hold on. Yeah. yeah, count the knuckles. Right? <laughs> August is yeah. thirty-one. 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 All right. Well, this is the last Saturday in August <laughs> of that year. Google it. Um, it was all. It was just all local bands. Um, one day, one night. Uh, more of a trial run because I mean this idea pulled me into the music scene. I had I knew nothing about music 
people. I still know nothing about music. But you I know, know anything about. I know a lot about the music industry now. We <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you know anything about, about you know organizing something like that at I all? No, no, no clue. Yeah, I was just an engineering student. Right, he was just yeah. amazed by the visual stimulation that yeah, these I, colors could get. Well, I just, I mean, I had so attended, I had attended festivals for quite a few years and. You know, I felt like I knew a lot of local musicians. I was like, oh, I've seen this happen enough. Maybe mixed in with a large dose of arrogance, and I was like, let's do this. <laughs> and um, where was that first one at? I was at Poston Lake um, in Stewart. Is that where you had them pretty regularly? Uh, yeah, it was where we had the first three. Right on. What? So the one where you raged at the rage stage with me? Yeah, that that was at the Post, and that oh, was yeah. a good one. It was fun. Oh, oh yeah it was I hadn't been to a festival for a long time at that point it had been a while for me so that was kind of like a, a comeback right there that was like the experience that I hadn't been feeling for a while and it was a good one definitely yeah there's been a few uh, festivals there for a long time so I know a lot of people in the community were happy, or happy that we started there why did you start there was it they were they just the easiest ones to work with did you get some sort of deal were they into the idea um, or well, one of our um, one of our original business owners, Kerry Conway, had mentioned that the property would be a good place to have a have a show. Um, and then I also had a good friend, Nate Bright, who went to high school with Brian Poston, um, and so I knew that they knew each other, and so I just had him sit us down and we talked it over. Brian liked everything that I was talking about and the idea um, and uh, took it to his parents and they you know they were into it so so now you change locations though right? we have changed locations um, we have no hard feelings about Poston Lake at all but Poston's awesome it's a beautiful place the people there are wonderful um, I, well, I love the Postons but Wisteria is more infrastructurally sound to hold large events that's just what it comes down to it's just, just it logically makes, better it makes more yeah. sense and last year we went in 50% with another production company to throw Paradise there uh -huh. kind of as a trial run and like instead of doing Color Dance on its own we wanted to kind of like swing for the fences and go bigger and we did it at Wisteria last year so we threw like a festival that's you know outside of our budget as alone standalone but with this company was possible and we did a hell of a job um, you know, for uh, you know, bringing them into this market, us not doing color dance, and we kind of fell in love with this location. And in like when we were doing like all the negotiations for this festival last year at Paradise, uh, we kind of like told them like we would like to grow long term with you because they were interested in putting infrastructure in for us so that next year's festival would be better for the patrons. Do you know what I mean? One of those yeah. things that we huge for us, like you were saying. Um, they will allow us to come in like we have for several weekends and work on natural installations throughout the year and continue to build upon those year after year after so year. So you don't have to come in like the week before your is different your event than or exactly. Well, we still do, but this is something like we're building a permanent art installation right. for them in their oh, campground, okay. but it's also 
our festival right. thing too, and mm-hmm. they'll allow us. We're posting, can't allow it because it's more of a private property. Yeah, it's a ra- it's really a rarity that uh, an event site will allow you to do something permanent and leave it there after your event. Right, because mm-hmm. it's usually a place they want to right. rent to other people. But who they uh, they're very don't want your crap around. Well, last year Electric Forest just bought their properties that they've been doing it on, and they're clearly one of the biggest festivals in the nation, and obviously one of the most awesome for art installations. This is the same thing. Is like they finally, instead of just working with, they just bought it outright, so that next year they've had an, a year's worth of actual build and making it so it flows right. It's just really good civil engineering because festivals. Once you get over a couple of thousand attendees, which is where we want to go to soon, uh-huh. we you have to think about everything, and that takes more planning than throwing a bunch of people out in the forest and letting them spend for themselves. Right. You really want to provide a good experience. You want traffic ways footways safety you've got to think about that absolutely that i heard you talking earlier you and you were talking about the food and yeah. you were dead set it's got to be quality man you got standards remember i'm not the cautious one but i'm thinking of all the details too bro. right remember. right so that brings me to my next question sort of you know did did when you guys fr- first meet did you kind of um you know is that how you met and and how it got started right away it was just like hey you got to help me with this color dance thing that's going on. Or how did you After decide first you kind of fit into it? When we first started talking on a friendly basis, it was literally, he said, like, can you help make, like, you were doing a Govinda show, as a matter of fact. And I, he knew that I liked festivals and that I was into a music scene. Like, I do like it. I'm known as a guy that goes hard at festivals prior to meeting Ryan <laughs> because I only went to a few. So, of course, I went hard. You know what I mean? Um, so he literally said, like, let's talk and discuss, I think, because I come from Top 40 VIP nightclub back in the Bay Area in California. That's a different scene. However, it's the same strategy of marketing, target, getting it in front of the right eyeballs, getting the right crowd, figuring out what's hot. It's the same thing he's doing, just a different industry. And so he's like, dude, we'd be good together. Let's, let's talk it out. Let's come to my show. And he was right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But even yeah. still, he used a lot of the lingo that a lot of people use. And when they support something that you're doing, but that doesn't always mean that they're on board. It's let me know what I can do. I want to be involved. And, you know, you hear those phrases a lot when you're doing when you're chasing anything. True story. But uh, you know, I kept hearing it over and over and over again, and I finally realized that he was being serious about it. Right. And um, you know, so he, he jumped on he jumped on board with a lot of promotion efforts in color dance. Anything that I needed done. He needed help to do his little fundraiser. This is for you thing. I got behind him on doing that, and you know we didn't have any sort of any kind of um, uh, agreement going into Color Dance that year at all. Um, but from from that, he was even more on board after that event, and I offered him stakes in the company. So. Right on. I know a turning point that he doesn't remember of that color dance that you were at as well. 2015 was a magic because that's really what started us becoming business partners. He doesn't realize that. He let me have free reign and a lot of people let me do that but a lot of people, again, you heard him say that people always say that they'll help you and they, they do want to help you but they really won't go out of their way to help right. you when you really need a certain like financial or you really need like two days of full work. People aren't really meaning that. Right. I meant that. And he opened up his entire festival and was completely honest with me. And, like, I got to go ham and enjoy it from not having the responsibilities or the pain of losing money that year like he did. I just got to go rage and be a part of ownership in a way that was weird. But everybody knew that Ryan and I were doing something together, but I wasn't in the company. 
and I got to see it and I got to see what he needed most you know what I mean and where we're missing and like you know that again that do-it-yourself rage stage the reason we went back is like that was all Athens kids that was all Athens acts that was all local shit you know what I mean and right. how, why he was out there losing money on the big stage wasn't super packed but it was dope he provided this beautiful space beautiful we had a disc golf course before I even played disc golf like I do now like <laughs> seriously it was way before our time dude who has a disc golf course at a music festival other than this gym he did <laughs> so we're gonna try to do that this year but no promises but I'm trying hard anyways but he had his family there and his father was was a mayor in, in times past of Canal Winchester right so like I respect where he comes from. He comes from good family, and my dad taught me about like being a real member in your community, not just talking about it, actually being about it. Uh -huh. And so him having his family there, and I'm raging as hard as I did down in the rage stage, where you know we go hard and don't sleep as hard. It was a sad, almost Sunday morning, and there was a dog incident, where another dog bit a dog or this something. This was Saturday when thick of everything. I haven't slept in many many hours, and I've been going hard dancing with you guys in the pits. And this was my time to finally go down and nap. And they went and found me, like the whole vet came to find me, right when I'm finally gonna rest because I've been going way too hard. And they needed me to deal with this dog thing because that's the one thing they knew that I will fully go down in flames and like deal with this the right way because I'm an animal trainer and I'm really connected. I'm like a dog whisperer kind of on the side. His dad was there and his family respected that they clearly knew I was on some type of intoxicants. And pulling it together, holding my shit together for law enforcement, I was ready to go to talk to sheriffs, anything to do the right thing because I knew what I was doing. And he stepped in and he's like, you know what, I got this. Just go get some sleep, Jared. And that was his family. And they realized I have their son's back and they all saw that that day. And I'm pretty sure he got it. He just didn't like mention it. After that festival, he lost a shit ton of money. But I told him, I got your back. Like, I'll help you. And I have. Like, I don't have a ton of money. But I'll work my ass off for this guy because I know he means it. This is a good dream. Last year at Paradise, we almost had it. Like, we thought we were going to actually break. We were really close. But another company, working with another company, not having full control, we kind of got spent into a corner without our control. So we threw, like, triple our budget and had no idea and still almost made it. So I'm, like, telling them, like, oh, we got this. We got this. So this year is the first year he and I, or really it's just he and I. Mm -hmm. We have a couple other company owners. One of them, Willie, works his ass off. You know, he doesn't have funds or anything, but he will work his ass off. Yeah, he's, he's we have two other people that are also involved, but they're not like, they don't believe in it like this. And it's no knock on them. They got their other stuff. I get it. Mm -hmm. This is the first year we get to actually pour our heart and soul for a whole year with planning to show you guys. Yeah, this is the first color dance that we ever. have worked on together 100%. So, so this is the one that means. So it's like, this is the one where he taught me, he's taking it on the chin financially, learn this thing. And I've run around and like enjoyed it from the other end. And now this, for a year and a half, we've been building since I last taught you, this is the one we've built together. This one's gonna be something. Even if we don't have like a ton of attendance, we're gonna have the ones that matter. People in the community here will be there to party with their friends. It's low priced, it's family friendly now. We're done like just doing what everybody else does. We want kids to come out with their families and like actually rage responsibly if you know what i mean right <laughs> experience those colors man yeah so this year that's what we're trying to progress we're not a music festival with just the lineup we can't compete with people with million dollar budgets we have dope acts here that are local that slay yep. we can put on beautiful i have a ton of crystals that they pay me good money to travel to like these other states to put up we do it for free because this is our stuff we want to show you and it's in our backyard so we know you guys are going to take the shit
So we're going to build it and put it out on display where we wouldn't do this anywhere else. Mm -hmm. So like Color Dance this year will be special, but it's because he's done this for three years and lost and lost and lost and never had somebody say, hey, I got your back and mean it. You know what I mean? So this is the first Color Dance this year that's going to be uh, the first one that you guys have been together to put on 100%. What is something, you know, that you're hoping happens this year at Color Dance or something that you guys can accomplish or, or experience this year that hasn't happened in past years? Is there anything you're, like, you know, hoping for? You go ahead oh. first because this is your baby first. Um, Pass me that other mystic one, uh, one thing I can say is that we've always had a theme of unity and diversity uh, that's kind of what the the, um, theme. the the underlying theme is and what the uh, the color play actually represents is when you throw all those colors, different colors into the air and they combine for one split second, some beautiful picture there mm -hmm. that is the physical representation of unity and diversity. Melting pot in and colorful. Um, and you know, Absolutely. I think... I, Unity in diversity. Yeah, like and, that, and, that, and diversity also, you know, that can come from a lot of different places. It's not just races, that's backgrounds, that's religions, that's... Uh, Ways of thinking, uh, culture, yeah, anything. Anything, sexual orientation, mm -hmm. you know, you name it. Um, uh, prep versus punk, whatever. Uh -huh. um, but, uh, so, we're all... We're we also, not only is it all walks of life, like you said, not all races, cultures, everything else, but age groups. This year, we are reaching out to families. We want families to understand, come out. We're not putting any like daytime packages now because it's full, but uh -huh. think about it. When it comes time, like we want you out there. If you can only come on a Saturday with your family, we want you to understand what this is that's changed our lives. So the, the music festival scene that he's talked passionately, that's pretty much changed his walk of life, has changed my life drastically as well. So. I'm living my dream life that I've realized is possible through festivals right now as we speak. Mm -hmm. So you asked me what's happened since the last time, is you asked me, do you think festivals can, you know, can change the world? There's a couple questions you asked me last time. Mm -hmm. And I've been thinking about them, and absolutely, this is my answer to you, is actually coming on May 19th and May 20th. Not only do I think festivals have the potential to change the world, because they did for me, and I am the center of my universe, not in a selfish way, but literally, <laughs> I control my... If it changed my universe, yeah, it can change anybody else's too with the right motivation. Now, if you go to a festival and the people involved throwing it really care about serving everybody there, if they're really into it to like give you the best possible experience and to share everything they've learned and give back everything they have, like all this art that you see me doing, who do you think like inspires me to do it? all these people at the festivals that I'm doing art with and building these installations with. Yeah, I love that. So this music that I'm hearing live, these are the people that are in my headphones when I'm in the free graffiti wall. But yeah. they're now coming to my festival. So I'm now showing you, oh, it's possible. You can have anything come true if you really like something. You just got to work for it. Absolutely. I didn't want to paint to headphones anymore around you guys. This is the trick this year. We're getting you guys all to come out here, even for a day or two, come out to our place where we get it all live. And then I don't have to have headphones and we can all connect. That's, so that's I'm, what it's actually about this year. It's just so that you don't have to wear headphones. It's about me <laughs> being able to put the ear, all of us, put down the electronic devices and connect with your neighbor. Connect with you think's a stranger, but it's not a stranger. It's a friend you didn't know you knew. And now we all come to these places to find like, we love different types of music. So we have a good lineup where it's different types of music this year. 
because we don't want to just go for one target cool money spending like market we want everybody here with the potential this could be the night this could be the weekend where it changes their life this could be the weekend they find their significant other this can be the weekend they can make a baby I mean, that's the kind of stuff that has actually kept me doing this festival after years of losing money he's lost people, a lot of money guys telling me that this weekend has indeed changed their lives and i've heard enough about color dance locally and i've been to a lot of big festivals i get a lot of awesome opportunities due to my other friend jarek um who, who will be helping me build it color dance yeah jarek carlson Jarek is amazing. Yeah, I went to high school with him. We so Jarek opens up doors guy. everywhere Karen, else. Great he's people. my he's like my shaman, bro. He's seriously yeah, helped I, me walk the right walk. Absolutely great people. So he taught me. He's taken me to places where it's about the intention. I've been to a festival that had 500 people, which is kind of what we're targeting. If we can get 500 to 700 with our vibe, this is the festival we want for this year. Mm-hmm. Because I saw a festival in North Carolina called Connections, and you're off the grid, and you're with everybody there. And it's beautiful. Everybody helps build it. There's sweat lodges going all year round. They care about workshops and the art. So it's not about a bunch of loud music and pretty lights anymore. Mm-hmm. It's about people like connecting, learning something new and passing that knowledge in their community and not even being checked into their community until they get there. So they're fully you know, in the moment. I want color dance, like Paradise was dope last year. I don't have any qualms. We learned a lot, but great. quite frankly, it was one of the best parties I've ever been a part of, straight up. However, weather sucked, but weather sucked kind of, but it's more challenging. I like a little mud. We didn't focus enough on the art and the workshops, in my opinion. Not because of we didn't want to. We just didn't do it right and give enough planning to mm-hmm. because it's not a moneymaker. So this year kind of it sounds like, you know, I love you guys are really passionate about this. And I, I love to hear this kind of stuff. It, it, it's really awesome how much you, you care about that. But, but this year kind of really sounds like this is the year we show you what we can really do and what it's really done. Like almost like the other ones have been practice. And now this year, here we go. Now from now on, it's because boom. we were. It right. sounds trite, but literally we've been training our whole lives for this one. Yeah. Like yeah. the whole I'm a four year old freshman, this dude went to college as an engineer. Like we've done a lot of things to get here. This year we've put everything together and I think we have the right team, the right circumstances. We're literally gonna show you finally what we've learned we think we've done it right yeah the to year. give you the ultimate experience that nobody else has given you i don't think anybody can give you there's, what we're giving you this time it's a, very unique there's a lot of um you know i mean your creativity can only take you so far when you're sure. trying to do something like this you have to have the network established you do have to have some experience in mm. doing these kind of events and he's uh, taught me that and, for sure and, and now i mean i have i have networked in this industry for four years i have um the experience I have the fucking energizer bunny next to me and, <laughs> I'm a good know, bargaining chip and so things I work hard for people in trade yeah. like I feel a lot more confident about this I have my, my sister who has uh, helped me with a lot of my graphic design over amazing graphic design shout um, out to her please she's Chelsea, dope. yeah Chelsea Miller she just finished up an internship at Apple just got back in like last night awesome um, anyhow yeah she's been freaking crushing all the graphics and Basically, everything is just so much more polished that this is the year you know this is a year where it's all friends and family that really care about this we have families involved and friends that are truly involved but not in a hokey way this isn't a throw together barbecue in the back this is a professional festival where we have the right people in the right place his sister's a real dope graphic artist 
We have the right, everything is right. People are talking about it. We've shown you guys we care that we're not in this for the money. We've thrown some dope parties for the last two years together. This is the year where we're finally telling you, this is our dream. This is what we want to do every year, but bigger. Just one time, just, go, just let loose. And then yeah. what we want you to do is not to come and spend, we want you to just come one day. For one of those days, give yourself over to the moment. Find out what's possible. Go learn something you would never have thought to learn in the real world. And tell me if it doesn't change your life. And then we can talk about that question. You asked me, do you think festivals can change your life? Yes. We'll talk about that again. Walk up to somebody painting the painting that you think is the most beautiful thing in the world when you're with the girl that you love on your side. You're hearing music from one of the bands you really love and you can't stop dancing no matter how hard you try. You're eating healthy food. Everybody that walks around you is hugging you, smiling at you or telling you, hi, how are you doing? Or wanting to meet you and really connected. And then there's an infinite amount of knowledge from people that you don't really talk to in the real world. That can change your life. Well, maybe I'm going to come this year and then we'll, we'll talk about that and I'll, we'll talk about that question again. Someday. You guys you guys sound like, I mean, once again, just the passion about about doing this. This does sound like your baby like like we started this and I, you could you could you could talk forever about it. I'm going to I'm going to bring it a little Switch bit channels. to close though and I'm I'm going to ask you one more question about this. Uh, is there a specific band who you're excited for their performance or anything this year? Ryan, you go some, first. Some music that you're really, really wanting to hear live this year? I'll let Ryan go first because I have a spiel. Okay. Well, I there's several sets that I'm really, really, really stoked about. I'm really stoked about uh, Love Alive doing uh, a Beck tribute set. Oh, nice. That's um, going to be super they, dope. They've, nice. worked really, they've worked really Hard tough on that. that. Um and uh, I mean, obviously, the main headliner, Manic Focus, he's like really coming up strong. In they, the, in the there's scene two of them. They, sorry, Ryan. Excuse me. No bad, Greg. The, the drummer, Jake B, doesn't get a lot of credit, but technically they're a duo. And so, like, the lead guy that's the DJ, everybody thinks it's just the John. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're a team, and they're, I just want to make cool. sure Jake B gets it. So, uh, we got that going on. Hmm. Um, uh, Earth Cry, who is Anthony Thogmartin of Papadozio, it's a side project. He's going to be performing with Mike Healy, who's the drummer for Papadozio, which he usually does not when he's doing that project. Um, you think he's only done it a couple times before? Mm -hmm. So I mean, that's a that's a big deal for anybody that knows anything about Papadozio, absolutely. But I have to say, the set that I, I am most excited for because I like really tried to pull some strings to make it happen is um, Sassafunk uh, does James Brown right. which I really wanted to get somebody to do James Brown so that's going to be that Sassafras and, uh, and uh, After, Funk. After Funk right? you called it yep yeah. together doing James Brown yeah yeah, that'll be nice yeah. and Yannick Allwood has to wear a James Brown wig <laughs> I'm down to get funky as fuck on that set excuse my language so who are you excited for Jared alright you got your spiel well, you said I like a lot of different music okay but EDM is one of the things I paint to the most. With that said, Manic Focus is literally one of my favorite EDM acts. And I've seen Manic Focus rise the last year and a half, along with, like, I guess my star has been rising in a similar trajectory. They haven't blown up the way they will, but this is like where Grizz was a year and a half ago. Oh, yeah. Wait, what? Mine's rising. Oh, my, oh, yeah, Mind's Rising. Anyways, Manic Focus, one of my favorite albums, our headliner. Um, I'm going to be painting with my friend Logan Walden like on stage. He's the one that did their latest album art that just dropped on 421. 
So it's recently their work from this last is so current. The artist that did the cover art is also a friend of mine who I'm painting with on stage. And I have like some of his original artwork. So it's not just somebody I'm talking about. This dude's dope. Yeah. All of us are going to go live. I love Dirtwire. I don't know if you know anything about Dirtwire, but Dirtwire is sick. Dirtwire is part of Beats Antique. Uh-huh. And then it's like this Appalachian crazy bluesy stuff they throw in there. I promise nice. you. It's sound that nobody else does in that scene and i really love it It brings it back that sounds sick um earth cry i love anthony the best set i saw at resonance last year um another festival from the company we threw paradise with Uh was earth cry with mike healy they did the last set in a tent late night to wrap up the festival and i've never seen so many like main acts dancing around with the festival goers and freaking out than i did that night it's fun so basically, all the locals we've seen a, we've seen a lot, and I love them. I want to support them. Cash, Overwaves, like. But you're all excited of them. for this specific. Of Dirtwire, Earthcry, man, and Gibbs. Oh my God, Gibbs is amazing. That dude makes everything on stage. Like makes everything on stage for you. So this guy's a one man band. This time, you man. seem pumped. I'm I'm this excited. Is, I mean, this is his first festival performance with a whole band oh shit yeah he has a whole band it's even funnier because it's so dope like this dude usually makes it so now he can just have everybody doing he can like chill drink and make more music for us you're definitely selling me you guys i mean i i this this sounds like a good one definitely i mean once again just the passion your excitement listening to you guys talk about it it's awesome thank you very much yeah i can't wait so once again when is it where is it color dance may 19th and 20th wisteria ohio which is in pomeroy about 15 20 minutes outside of athens how can people get tickets if they don't have them already go online to our facebook page find us through color dance fat music festival 2017 or visit our website. visit a dash townroots.com that's the easiest way that's our website a dash townroots.com Boom, and you can get Boom. tickets there online. Absolutely. Awesome. VIP or regular, and VIP is a little special. We're all the same, but my girlfriend, who I love, Libby, her and I are the host and hostess of VIP area, and then our friend Nate and Katie. So, like, we're going to do some fun stuff, like crazy sets with the bands, maybe a little game of Twister here and there with one of the people, <laughs> like a VIP squish You're going to take care of the VIPs. I'm just saying, this year's a little different. I'm Absolutely. Just saying, just awesome, saying. man. Awesome. Well, I am excited, guys. Thank you so much for being on the, the new episode after I've been back from, you know, been been gone for a little bit. Glad to get this show started back up and glad I could have you two on. I've been Thank so excited. Thank you for having us. Oh, man. You're, yes, absolutely. It, it's been awesome. I, we, both, both me and my wife, we've been so excited. She's amazing. She knew that this was going to be going on today. I've been working all day, and she has just been, like, cleaning the house getting ready for you guys it looks really clean in here it is a very clean house she was excited for it too wanted to make it look perfect can we give a shout out to her what's her name absolutely Lindsay the amazing Lindsay Lindsay you're amazing Lindsay you are amazing every great man has like a greater woman behind him so I know how that works that is mine she's mine that's mine definitely Guys, thank you so much for coming out. It's been a pleasure talking with you. We're going to roll out with some more music from some bands that are playing at Color Dance. Uh, This year, you can uh, see a list of the bands on the website. If you look at the more information page on my website, you can see a list of the bands of the music I played here. Um, Come listen to them live at Color Dance. And uh, what? We'll see you at the dance, right? You'll see us at the dance. I'll be dancing with the tail on. No shirt. We're going to get wild. It's going to be fun. 
Awesome, guys. We've been talking to Ryan Miller, Jared Black, View from the Hill, www.viewfromthehill.com. We'll see you again soon. I'm hoping to get that man Josh Brown on the show so we can pick his mind a little bit.
Wait in vain, just hoping for a savior. 